The information and opinions expressed on the Functional Health Forum are intended to address specific questions asked or situations described on the program and are not designated to constitute advice or recommendations as to any disease, ailment, or physical condition. You should not act or rely on any information contained in this program without seeking the advice of your personal physician. If you have any questions about the information or opinions expressed during this program, please contact your doctor. The doctor is in the house. The Functional Health Forum is your place to talk with doctors to discuss and get answers to your medical questions at no charge each Saturday from noon to one. If you've been diagnosed and wondered if there is another way, then call into the show today and talk with host Dr. Jurgen Winkler, 866-577-2473. And now it's time for the Functional Health Forum. Welcome to the Functional Health Forum. This is Dr. Jurgen Winkler. I'll be your host for the next hour as we talk about a lot of new and interesting things in medicine. We've brought to you so many different interesting people, and this week we have another very exciting and electrifying woman in studio, Dr. Marsha Kumpf. She is a doctorate of chiropractic, a master's in biology and nutrition, and she is a diplomat and board certified in neurofeedback. She will truly electrify you and put your hair on end when she places those electrodes on your head and does her work. Marsha, welcome. Hello, and thank you. Hi, Dr. Kampf. So good to have you. Good morning. Good morning. So tell me, neurobiofeedback, I initially had it demonstrated in the office by your son, and then, of course, you started coming down. So tell me a little bit about what neurofeedback is and how did you get into this field? Well, it was really my son. I was uh, retired, or so I thought, and uh, that didn't last that long. And he came home with this one day, and I looked at it, and I thought, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. Uh, it's, uh, neurofeedback has been around, actually, since the 1960s. And it was started primarily by psychologists uh, doing a lot of studying uh, and using what we call traditional neurofeedback. Uh, in which, yes, you put electrodes on the, um, it's, by the way, it's totally painless and you don't feel anything. Uh, just so in case. But does your hair stand on end? No, your hair oh, does shucks. not. Okay. <laughs> uh, it does, I'll tell you, it's really exciting. Uh, the, the changes that we see in people is electrifying. Uh, you, you, we have families just come up to us hugging and kissing and thank you and thank you and thank you. And uh, it's, as I say, it is electrifying in that regard. Uh, the, the traditional, and I think I want to make this distinction at the, at the beginning, uh, between traditional and what my son and I do uh, with what, we, uh, what is a lens. I'm going to confuse you, I, I, so let me back up. The traditional technique is uh, where a person looks at games on a computer and it is uh, it is a biofeed a form of biofeedback for the brain where you gradually change the way in which the brain is firing to a more normal uh, uh, frequency to normal frequencies and what whereas what uh, my son Dr. Steve Camp and I do uses the lens program it's the low it's called it means low energy neurofeedback system uh, 
And it was developed uh, over a period of years wherein we actually can be treating somebody whom, who cannot be treated using traditional methods because we do stimulate. It is so gentle. It is uh, such a, uh, um, a low frequency that you don't feel it. You don't know anything. You really don't. Uh, know what's going on, but you can read off of the computer what your brain is doing. And uh, gradually what we do with our technique is to normalize uh, frequencies in the brain that aren't firing properly. And let me just explain that for a moment. When there is a brain injury, and this can be via Chemicals uh, can be from street drugs. It can be from too much of prescription drugs. And we know that people are doing that for painkilling and uh, reasons and other reasons as well. It is uh, a result of an actual trauma to the brain. Uh, the vets who are coming back, the uh, NFL players who are getting blows to the head, the concussions, all of these will cause a change in the way in which the brain fires. And the last way is through emotional trauma. And I've treated a number of people who had emotional trauma from the get-go, even before birth. And um, I won't get into that right now unless we have enough time. What will happen with any one of these three things is various areas of the brain will actually begin to either uh, fire too, frequent, too fast or too slow at too high a frequency or too slow a frequency. The brain is supposed to be firing, self-regulate, so that it is it does what you want it to do. If you want to go to sleep, you gradually slow down, and it goes into a slower frequency or lower frequency of one to four cycles in a second. As against in an alarm situation, it starts firing very, very quickly. It'll go up above 21 cycles in a second, and uh, but it only does it for that period of time that is necessary for the sleep. It stays for as long as you need to be sleeping, for an alarm situation, for as long as you need it to be going fast enough to get you out of danger. So, Dr. Kempster, give me a visual. You're sitting next to a computer in a chair, and yep. you've got electrodes, or you've got some kind of pads on, everybody, on the scalp. Uh, a, a very small, about uh, an eighth of an inch to a quarter of an inch, round, little metal disc will go on the on the scalp in a particular place that you have chosen based on what their problem the person's problem okay. is and a similar type of uh it's like um two little flat electrodes that with a spring very gently will attach to the lobe of the ear and so the the oh, surface sorry. points uh, the I'm surface sorry, points sorry but the surface points represent what's going on beneath that so let's say we talk about parietal you're putting it on the side temporal yep in a different area, occipital, yep. to the visual parts in the back of the head. Exactly. Okay. So the, so okay. So you, that gives me sort of a visual, and you're sitting there. So let's say somebody has had a brain injury to the right side of the brain. Then yeah. you'd be working on that side of the brain predominantly. Yep. Okay. Well, I would be, bra I would be but let me add this. You know as well as I do, contra coup. Right. And for the listening audience, that means that if you got hit on the, side, the right side of your head and the brain gets is pushed from the right, it, on the inside, the brain will then hit against the left side of the head or skull. And there are bony ridges on the inside, uh, around on the inside of the skull. And so the injury 
will is often worse on the contra coup side, on the opposite side. So you have to determine. Uh, I mean, you're going to go all over the brain because there has to be conversation uh, throughout the brain, particularly across from the right to the left, left to the right, etc. Uh, but you might, you have to take into account all of the places that the injury could have occurred. And you go by the symptoms and what the patient tells you. I can't remember something. I can't. I have short-term. I have long-term memory loss. I have uh, a slowness of thinking, foggy brain, any one of these uh, mood, mood changes. Well, the different areas, as you well know, of the brain uh, take care of different things that go on. And so if they tell you that they there are these and these and these problems, he may have been hit on the right side of the head, and that's where a lot of memory is, but his other symptoms, which now, I mean, now he's become depressed or he's become anxious, you need to go up to the front right or the left right because we're also dealing with some of these other symptoms that have developed. So are you picking up actual frequencies as a diagnostic way to determine you, you sort of scan the whole brain? And say, hey, this yes, is weaker, this is too hyper, this is out of alignment. Yes, on the mapping, on the first visit, after we do a thorough intake, and it takes me a couple, three hours sometimes to, uh, depends on how much a person knows, I will take out of that period of time one hour to do a mapping. And that mapping is actually a very, very gentle treatment to start regulating the way the brain works. But that mapping will show me what, uh, where, just exactly what you said, uh, where the brain's fi- overfiring or underfiring. Okay, so based on the, on the mapping, then you determine the treatment. And so to give me a, a description briefly, because we'll go to break here shortly. Give me a description as to, and then we'll continue it afterwards. Where... How would you do that? Let's say somebody has an injury and the frequency level is low to a particular part of the brain. How would I do the mapping or how would I treat the well, How would you treat that? Oh, well, I, from the map, I am able to, as I said, I'm able to determine uh, where the brain is overfiring, underfiring, or firing in a very normal pa- fashion. I then use that map at the beginning stages. I just follow it. And uh, just exactly what I see that I take off of the computer, I follow that map and I start with the area, I will start treating the brain in the area that has been the least affected. Uh, it's almost like chiropractic. You don't go right for what's, what hurts the most. You work your way to what hurts the most. You, you get rid of, uh, you start working on the areas that are working up to that most important uh, area. Uh, once I've gone through following the map at least one time, then I go by symptoms because by that time, uh, and it usually takes me about three visits to follow uh, completely on the map. We do 21 sites. However, I like to go, well, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, once I've taken, uh, done those four visits, so to speak, the brain's already changed. By the time we've done the mapping, the brain's already starting to um, to uh, um, fire more normally. And by the way, I do want to throw this in. The brain is self-regulating. All we need to do and all that I do and that my son does is to stir, stimulate to the point where those areas that have gotten stuck, they've literally gotten stuck from the injuries, 
in a very slow cycle and they keep on firing that way or a very fast one, anything that's, that's not normal. Let's hold that thought for a second that, and then and we'll continue on that. We need to take a quick break and okay. we'll be right back. We're just going to hear from our sponsors. Thank you. The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly. If you have been diagnosed with cancer and are struggling financially, you may qualify to receive a cash advance for up to 50% of your life insurance policy's death benefit while still providing coverage for your family. Fighting cancer doesn't have to mean financial ruin. Make a two-minute call to find out if you qualify for the Living Benefit Program, 888-274-1777, or visit online at lifecreditcompany.com. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer or treated for cancer in the past? Quantum Functional Medicine offers an entire arsenal of treatments to battle cancer, as well as other chronic and debilitating diseases. At QF Med, each patient's treatment is personalized using a patient-empowered functional approach to treatment. They also offer integrative support treatments for those undergoing traditional chemo, radiation, or surgery, and preventative measures to help stop cancer from reoccurring. For more information, go to qfmed.com or call 760-585-4616. You're listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866-577-2473. Welcome back. We are speaking with Dr. Marsha Kemp about neurofeedback. Dr. Kemp, we were talking about the, the electrodes, the placement, the diagnosis, and the types of treatments you do. And, you know, in light of the recent movie that's come out on concussion and this whole talk about uh, brain injury, particularly related to sports, you're treating that. And you're, it sounds like you're seeing results with that. Tell me more. There's, there's absolutely no question. Uh, I have treated people. Almost everybody has some kind of emotional component at the very bottom. Some, well, I shouldn't say that. Some, some don't. Somebody has... Uh, a blow to the head, the brain normally will start firing slower in certain areas. That means there isn't good conversation going on within the brain, across it, front to back, diagonally, uh, all over the whole brain. There's an area, it, you know, I, I want to uh, make an analogy here that might make things uh, simpler for people to understand this. As a chiropractor, uh, which is what I was doing a lot of before, now I'm concentrating on this. Uh, somebody would walk in and they had a, uh, they had uh, hit their leg uh, with something, or their their leg was injured. Now they're limping. Now their entire body is taking on a great deal of stress, is going slower, moving slower. The whole body is affected. It's the same thing in the brain. You hit yourself on the side of the, uh, on the, side of the head. Nothing is going to work properly at that point, and you will have all kinds of symptoms. And it's re- what's really, really important for people to understand is, as I started to say before, the brain is self-regulating. If everything is working according to Hoyle, then the conversation goes on and people People do not have depression. They don't have anxiety. They realize that if something uh, difficult is happening, they're going to work their way out of it one way or another, and they don't go into an absolute anxiety or panic attack. When the injury occurs, such as with the NFL players or with the vets, uh, even if it's an implosion type of thing, and you don't see structural uh, 
damage through a regular, uh, through a functional MRI, through a PET scan, through any one of the standard uh, types of scans that are done in the hospital, they may say, oh, everything looks okay. There's no structural damage. Yeah, but doc, I don't feel right. I can't think the way I did. I'm not as fast as I was. Now you need to do what's called a quantitative EEG, and that shows the subtle changes that are going on because there will be subtle changes that are that show, just like my mapping does, where the brain is firing slower or faster. Now, if these guys would get uh, some neuro, get a quantitative EEG as soon as they're injured or as soon as they get back to the States, if they've been overseas, you would see where those subtle changes have occurred. Then you use the neural feedback, whether you use traditional or I prefer this because it works so much better. I mean, I can work on autistic four-year-olds as I've done or on two-year-olds or on uh, baby babies uh, because they don't need to do anything. It, uh, they just sit there. I apply the, electro the electrodes. And very subtly, we begin to stimulate the brain, uh, the firing of the cells where the injury has caused the cells to fire abnormally. And once we get those cells firing normally, the brain takes over, it self-regulates as it normally should, and you're done. That's the best oh, part of it. And that's incredible. So you're taking something that's dysfunctional and making it normal again. That is correct. And you're doing it with subtle energy frequencies from an that is absolutely correct. I'm sold. <laughs> I think everybody I needs this. It works, and then we need, and everybody needs it. We actually use it for peak performance. I had a dancer. One of my first patients was a dancer who'd had a, a severe brain injury, and uh, she she was a teacher as well as a dancer. Uh, and I, with the first treatment, I have it in my testimonials in a book that I keep in the office. She said, I went to my class after that, I'm paraphrasing, I went to my dance, to my dance class where I take classes and tap and other types of things, said she. Uh, and for, for the first time since I was 15 years old, I was able to follow the routines as quickly as I did when I was still a young kid. And my part, my friend who I take the classes with was very upset because I was better than she was. And I wow. swear to God, that was what was in that. I, it, the changes were, some of them are incredibly fast. I've had one fellow that I am so thrilled right now, I'm just leaping for joy, literally, seriously, seriously ill with cancer uh, and such severe OCD. I've never seen anything. He was probably the worst patient that I was nervous about it. I wasn't sure I would be able to help, but I wanted to try. And it's been about... 20 treatments for him because this is so serious. Uh, and uh, he came in, uh, I, the change is, so, is utterly incredible. When he first came in, he was writing every single word down that I said. And if I didn't say it exactly right, he got very upset. And if I said anything, I, he didn't even want to look at his map because the OCD was so severe. He was in the office last Thursday, and I said something, I, uh, something happened on the computer. And I went, uh-oh, and I realized, oh, my God. And he said, what, what did you see? What did you, what's wrong? And I said, uh, nothing. That was a machine. I didn't, I, if, I, if I startled or worried you, I'm, I apologize. He said, oh, no, I'm past that. 
Awesome. I just about dropped my teeth, and my teeth so, are well in my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now patients, can they actually be almost a little self-empowered to change some of those frequencies to like almost educating them on the where? Okay, so we, you're telling me this part of your brain's not functioning properly. Can you teach them to correct that? Yeah, actually, there are ways with the equipment that we've got where I can incorporate some of the traditional type of thing where they can look at the computer while they're being stimulated. On You know, they're not doing anything. They're just getting stimulated. But they can look at the computer, and I can instruct them on to do certain things uh, based on what they're seeing. And this, it kind of incorporates both, and I, I really love doing that because it speeds up the process. So they're and, seeing the screen, and they're seeing and they're seeing how they can change the wave frequency on the yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah, Oh, that's exactly. beautiful. Yeah. So, so this is what makes ahead. it so interesting because you, you have to think about almost all of us have got something. I mean, we didn't grow up in, an, in a life where, where this is the Garden of Eden. It's really a life where there's toxins, there's trauma, there's a number of other things that get into into our life and into our world. And yet you have an option here to, to basically diagnose and treat very simplistically. No drugs, no medicine, just simply we get, energy. This is exactly right. You know we're, we're basically energy. We get the children, uh, the people, off of their drugs. I've done this over and over and over again. Uh, one girl was on drugs for anxiety um, for five years. She's off, and she's, uh, she's a professor now and doing beautifully. Um, uh, in college, uh, a professor in college is what she is. Uh, you, definitely it is without any kind of other kind of stimulation. What we, except for this one thing that I beg people to do, and that is get their diet straightened out. Uh, some people listen, some people don't. Those who do, do better faster. Those who don't, it takes longer because you know uh, better than anybody how critically important the diet is. Uh, you know, all the junk that goes into the system goes into the blood, goes into the brain, and it slows the brain's uh, healing down. Right. So, uh, like so particularly with, with your degree in nutrition, you're going impl- to implicate it. I mean, so you're going to implement a treatment program, including diet and nutrition, along with the biofeedback. If they'll listen. If, if well, they'll listen. I mean, you know, I if do. you want to keep something working well, you have to listen. Yeah, and, you know, and, you're going to put a decent car in your gas. You know, you're not going to put crummy uh, fuel in your car. So people no, have to start listening. No, and you also, and I also love to have them go or, you know, get some chiropractic or some kind of body work done because, again, you know as well as I, I know you, and I know how <laughs> you know how the body works. And it's it's absolutely incredible, uh, you know, everything that's in your brain. And uh, without good nerve supply, which means you've got to have a good structure. You can do it with the proper kind of exercise, with uh, good chiropractic care, uh, which doesn't have to be a lot of. Uh, this is just to make sure the body's aligned, the spine's aligned. With acupuncture, any one of these things, uh, to make sure the nerve supply is good to all the organs and the glands so that they're functioning properly, they digest the food properly, you put the right diet in, you have a multi-pronged attack, and it works. Right, it everything works. works. Yeah, everything works together. I yeah, I understand that. You know, one of the things I find uh, interesting is because we, you were going to talk a little bit more about this later. Is more of like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease. But getting back to what you mentioned earlier, you were treating an autistic child, and I always think of toxins when I when I hear of autism. There's so many children oh, yeah. being born with this. The parents, unfortunately, don't know it, but they're toxic, living in a toxic world. Yep. And then, how did these toxins actually block, or do they have an effect 
on the brain, and do you have to first clean that up before you do the neurofeedback? No, you don't have to clean it up, uh, but you do want to address it. Uh, I wouldn't wait. I would just go ahead and, you know, get started uh, because you take you, you you come at it from every angle that you can right away. But uh, very definitely, the toxins do have a tremendous effect. We know that you know the, if the gut becomes inflamed and we know how that happens that it goes immediately to the brain it's all the same t- uh tissue that we were born with the brain and the and the gut are, all have the same uh set, it's tissue that develops together it's the gut brain uh uh issue that we well we've talked about that on other occasions so anything that goes into the gut is going to affect the brain but I, as as I said, I would not wait. I would just get started, and then I kind of plead with the uh, the parents or the grandparents or whoever is the caretaker for the child. I plead with the people. I lost a patient who got started. Oh yeah, she and she needed this desperately because I said, look, with what you, the diet you went on and what you were eating for all those years to lose all that weight you have nothing going for you we and what you're eating right now is giving you nothing and just putting producing more toxins in the body and um she came for the uh the first meeting and i think she and i said and we've got to make sure the spine's aligned i threw too much at her i learned a hard lesson she quit she didn't she just called she said i've decided not to do this and i thought Oh, I bet I scared her. And I did. I I found out later, yeah, it was too much for her to handle. Well, we all do that. I think when I sit and talk to people about these chronic conditions, by the time you sit there and say, okay, look, we're going to do this sort of multifaceted, you know, we don't really take the sort of silver bullet approach. You know, we just begin to sort of attack it like an octopus, you know, one arm does this, one arm does this. And I think it's overwhelming. But I think as people become more educated, they're realizing, hey, you know, this gluten thing and, and eating and drinking pasteurized, homogenized milk and, yeah. and eating processed food. And we talk about the SAD, you know, the standard American yeah. diet and yeah. going, hey, what's wrong with just the Garden of Eden? What's wrong with eating natural, healthy fruits and yes. vegetables? And you're going to eat grass fed, you know, uh, yes. flesh, you know, animal meat, uh, yes. free range chicken and turkey. I mean, we can't just get, unfortunately, the fish is, is a little bit polluted. Yeah, um, but um, you know, Scottish salmon, Scottish steak salmon. Uh, is it, is it Scottish salmon? salmon? I was thinking North Scottish. Atlantic salmon because you know the Pacific salmon we know is contaminated, and I'm actually yep. seeing um, with people we test for heavy metals, we're seeing cesium in there um, coming oh out gosh. of the bodies in the urine, and I'm telling, and they're not taking cesium, so it's only one other place they're getting it from. Yep. So yep. we're going to take another uh, brief break, and we'll, and then we'll come back. I want to hear a little more about your experiences with these sort of. Uh, chronic conditions, you know, people have had Alzheimer's or Parkinson's disease, where can you uh, implement, you know, where can you Mm -hmm. really improve on their functionality and what Mm -hmm. kind of results you're seeing? I think that's exciting. Mm -hmm. The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer or treated for cancer in the past? Quantum Functional Medicine offers an entire arsenal of treatments to battle cancer, as well as other chronic and debilitating diseases. At QF Med, each patient's treatment is personalized, using a patient-empowered functional approach to treatment. They also offer integrative support treatments for those undergoing traditional chemo, radiation, or surgery, and preventative measures to help stop cancer from reoccurring. For more information, go to qfmed.com or call 760-585-4616. 
If you've been diagnosed with cancer and know in your heart that chemo and radiation may not be the total answer, call and talk to a 40-year cancer survivor of late-stage cancer who didn't use chemo or radiation. Rick Hill is a patient advocate and can refer you to caring medical doctors and surgical oncologists who focus on the cause of cancer, not the tumor. Call Rick, tell him your story, and consider some safe alternatives. Call 800-454-7488 for this free service or visit online at cancercallcenter.com. You're listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866-577-2473. Welcome back to the Functional Health Forum. We're speaking with Dr. Kumpf about neurobiofeedback, and we have a caller on the line. Caller, are you there? Might have been. Well, technical error. We'll we'll get back to to the caller. The um, thing we were talking about before the break was about chronic uh, neurological conditions, Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. Parkinson's. I mean, we hear about this all the time. We know it's, you know, it puts you a consequence of aging for some people, but it's something that's been going on in our society with increasing toxic burden, the diet. We've gone into all that. So tell me, what what are you doing with that, and what results are you seeing? Well, it's it's a mixed bag on that one. Uh, I treated a Parkinson's patient oh at the beginning of my career doing neurofeedback and uh, working with the lens, and immediate incredibly marvelous results. Uh, the he had brought his girlfriend in. This is a man who fifties, I'm going to guess, and it's been a while, so I have to kind of pull it out of the memory bank. Uh, and his eyes opened up. She walked over to him when uh, about halfway through, I was just doing the map, and I, I wasn't doing as many sights at that time at a time. Uh, now I just do the whole head as long as I know that the person can handle it, and I watch to make sure that it doesn't make them too tired or something like that. Since we have and, you in studio, we also, uh, Dr. Kampf, we have a caller that we've reconnected oh, okay. with. Caller, you there? Yes, I am. Welcome to the show. How can we help you? Oh, fine. Thank you. I just wanted to call in because I and my husband were patients of um, Dr. Kemp, and I just wanted to give my testimony in case it can help someone who's out there going through some of the things that we were going through. And um, we got great results, results that um, are, you know, we're still able to keep. And um, it's just, it helped in my husband's situation. He had a lot of depression, a lot of anger, a lot of um, issues. And we had gone to therapists. We had gone to different things. I tried, you know, diets and just supplements, anything. And immediately after we started with Dr. Camp, I spoke with her before we went and she said, I explained everything she listened to everything and that's something i think is a big big plus with dr camp she listens and she goes into exactly with her knowledge but she goes into what you're asking to help fix which i had not gotten that from anyone really most doctors either just want to give you a pill to drug you up, you know, oh, okay, calm him down or whatever. And that wasn't working. He didn't like that at all. Anyhow, after 36 years of marriage, 
actually now it's 37, I saw a drastic change. Someone who was losing his temper all the time, someone who was being very aggressive. And I, you know, just, I was at my wit's end. And Dr. Kemp told me, don't worry, we're going to work with him. And it actually helped. He's able now to see when he goes into these types of um, moments, you know, and he's able to see where before he couldn't even see. And he's able to modify himself. And I've just seen an even keel person for long periods of time. And how many treatments did it take? Well, he did about 20, and he should actually have, I think, for his to really, really feel great, I think it should, another 5, 10 wouldn't hurt at all. So some level of maintenance would be helpful. Now, and you did treatments for yourself as well, correct? I did. I had... My husband is very successful, and he had a lot of um, issues with me not participating after the family. Now we're both retired. Um, it's all, you know, gone, empty nest syndrome and whatever, uh, to, to participate in his business and to participate in all the book work. Well, I was always terrified of numbers because I, when I was young, I didn't get that down really well, and I explained that. Um, to Dr. Camp and also other fears. I just, you know, have fears inside that I just handled them anyway, you know. But um, after I started the treatments, I started seeing that I wasn't afraid to sit down and try to learn, and I did learn. My husband told Dr. Camp, I can't believe it. My wife is actually taking on, you know, what I'm trying to teach her, and, you know, I'm learning new things on the computer, and I'm so it's not like I'm a, you know, a really young person that can say, but I was a little afraid to make mistakes and all that. It gave me confidence. So in my case, it opened up a whole new world for me. And Dr. Kampf's technique also saved your marriage, it sounds like. Big time. I was ready to throw in the towel. I am a believer of marriage. I, that's why, you know, 36 years was a long time. But I was just ready to give up because it was getting very, I mean, he was getting to the point where he was being very um, violent outburst, not against, you know, he physically didn't abuse me, but he threatened me of horrible things. Like one time he was, you know, he just kind of lost and he says, oh, I'm going to burn the house down kind of thing. Things that, you know, were out of hand. And I thought this is not going to get any better. And being here is just going to make it that much more difficult, you know, because it seemed like I would trigger something. You know, now, even if I did it, it would trigger. Sounds like an awesome emotional, uh, you know, emotional improvement that you had, and also with the help of Dr. Kampf, I'm sure you had some other uh, changes that you've done, and I, that, that's an impressive uh, result. Uh, Dr. Kampf, are you still there? I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I think you know the whole the whole procedure, the whole process here. The, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for for calling in. I appreciate the, uh, the input. Welcome. It's wonderful that we hear of, of a of a personal success, a double success, well, and know, a savaging of a marriage. Exactly. And that's why I'm calling, because there are women or men in the same position as I am, and, and I was, and, you know, there is hope. And I truly believe that I have just heard her speak one day in, in a, you know, like a demonstration at one of the uh, family markets. And I was impressed and felt confident. I felt secure. She listens. And that is a huge, huge uh, benefit to whoever is going to get treated. 
she pays attention to what you're saying. She doesn't just decide, oh, well, I know exactly and, and does it on her own. And you don't, you know, you don't even know where you're going with it. So yeah. anyways, well, thank you. Thank you for thank having me. Thank you so me. much for calling in. Okay. Thank have a great you. day. Uh, yeah. Dr. Kampf, I think I hear this uh, said in my office as well, is that, you know, just sitting and listening to the patient. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 they tell you what's the wrong. Clues. Yeah, they Good tell you what's wrong. You don't have to spend a lot of time doing a lot of workup and a lot of tests if you can just listen and they'll tell you what's wrong. Yeah, yeah, all, all the little things that they may not even think are important. It's like, oh, okay, there you go. You know, it's, they'll brush it off because it happened. They've lived with it for so long. It seems almost inconsequential now, but it's like the ears just perk up. It's, oh, okay. Uh, that that that's a key. That's a key, and uh, and you do that as well. You really do. I've seen you. Well, you you have to. The um, getting back to the Parkinson's, Alzheimer's um, thing. So even for chronic conditions, you're finding improvement with this as well. Oh, there's no question that it's with chronic conditions. Uh, the majority of my uh, the people whom I see have been suffering with problems for twenty, thirty, forty years or more. It, it makes absolutely no difference uh, whether the, the, something just happened yesterday or it happened 50 years ago. The difference only, I have to say, is if it's something that just happened, you can uh, you, you fix that pretty darn quickly. If it's something that's been going on for a while, it's going to take longer. And there's something, too, that I want to throw out uh, uh, that I learned with uh, the vets who come back. If they go into the service and they're basically healthy, emotional, emotionally healthy people, uh, but they do experience trauma, whether it's emotional because they saw something horrible happen or because they actually had a blow to their, you know, to their head in some way, whether by an implosion or by an actual something hitting them. Uh, if they came into the service with a healthy brain, they will move very quickly. If they went into the service already highly aggressive or having some kind of emotional problems, and that's one of the reasons they may have even gone into the service in the first place, that will take longer because that has an underlying long-term problem behind it, and people need to realize that. As far as Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, the fellow who I treated had some beautiful results in two or three treatments, and uh, actually I sent him to um, another chiropractor friend of mine who specializes in a number of different kinds of things, and uh, between the two of us, we saw some nice stuff, but he dropped out of both, and uh, he ended up getting married and ended up getting divorced, nice. and it's a pity because we could have done some, a lot, lot more. Uh, I haven't had anybody else with Parkinson's, so I can't speak, you know, say uh, with definitive uh, knowledge that, you know, this happened and this happened. I, I don't know. The Alzheimer's that I've worked on, I've, I worked on one gal. She was in horrible shape. She was getting better. She went away on a trip and went for a month. And when she, and while she was gone, her diet changed radically to a horrific diet. They were eating out all the time. When she came back, she didn't continue with her exercise, which is absolutely critical. She, the diet was, you know, it was okay. It certainly wasn't what she was doing on the uh, trip. And everything started to fall apart in her home. 
So I never really was able to do what I think we, what I feel we could have done. Those are hard cases, and they need a lot of work. They need to be in a couple of times a week, and this is going to take some serious time. Uh, we're talking many, many, many months. And actually, let me uh, change that. They will probably need care for the rest of their lives, not at twice a week, but certainly at uh, once every couple of weeks at least, I would say, because this is um, – you know as well as I do, things are deteriorating. They're getting older for one thing, and there is that deterioration that's taking place as a result of what started the Alzheimer's in the first place. Exactly. So obviously going to for root cause, the functional approach, which we talk about so much. Right. I mean, they would need to be seeing you and all the work that you do in order to really get the kinds of results that we would want, both cases. Now, when you said exercises earlier, do you actually send them home with a particular Actually, sort of mental exercises to do, or mental? Did you say exercises? Well, you tell me. What what kind of things oh. do you find are most helpful? Well, I have not. I just will tell them that I really I. I'm not an expert on exercise. I have to do it from my own back because of the injuries that I've sustained. Um, but uh, I would normally, what I'll do is, if they need that exercise and they don't go to, if they won't go to a chiropractor, and some won't, most do, and a large majority of the people come in and they're already seeing a chiropractor. So uh, I won't interfere with anything that their chiropractor is doing. They're getting the care that they need, and the chiropractor will be giving them the exercises that they know are the best for them because they're working with their bodies. Um, if they're seeing an acupuncturist, okay, fine. I will not interfere in any way with other work that's being done. It's not That would not be the right thing for me to do. If they're not seeing anybody and they won't agree to be doing some chiropractic either in my office where uh, either I will do it or my partner who is a, uh, she just does the chiropractic, uh, won't see her or somebody else whom I would recommend uh, closer to their home because some people come from a long distance and it's too much trouble to have to do this, you know, back and forth and back and forth all the time. Um, uh, it, it, I, I usually depend upon the person who's doing the work, the physical work, to do whatever would be that kind of an exercise. As far as mental exercises, I usually just let what I've done as far as stimulating the brain do its job because that goes on during the time between the uh, treatments. Uh, it doesn't just stop when I take the electrodes off. The brain, uh, every time they'll come back, when they come back, I'll say, okay, what's happening? And they will relate to me all of the improvements that have gone on, which are as I, very exciting. So once you stimulate the brain, it continues. That's it. And, and what's important here, just to add this in, is what it's, uh, I need to see certain kinds of patients couple of times a week at the very initial stages because just like with the body, the neurons of the, set of the brain, like the neurons of the muscles, want to go back to where they were. And I don't want them losing, even though it will go on for a little while, they'll start to lose it over perhaps a week's time. So at the very initial stages, I'll say, look, just get, give me at least two to four weeks somewhere in that vicinity so that I know that you come back in for the next treatment better than you came in last time. Uh, that way, I know we're moving forward. Once I see that you're holding, we keep on separating out the time. Once a week, once every 10 days, once every two weeks, once a month, 
uh, and by the and it could take months. But by the time we're through, I may not see the person uh, eight weeks, eight months later so for the last three months. We need to take a quick break and we'll come back. What I want to talk about, too, next time is the other types of medical conditions you're treating. And, of course, the need for continuity. And then, of course, tell us a little bit more about how to reach you. So we'll take a quick break and we'll get back to you in a minute. Okie dokie. All right. Sponsors. Host Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and know in your heart that chemo and radiation may not be the total answer, call and talk to a 40-year cancer survivor of late-stage cancer who didn't use chemo or radiation. Rick Hill is a patient advocate and can refer you to caring medical doctors and surgical oncologists who focus on the cause of cancer, not the tumor. Call Rick, tell him your story, and consider some safe alternatives. Call 800-454-7488 for this free service or visit online at cancercallcenter.com. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer or treated for cancer in the past? Quantum Functional Medicine offers an entire arsenal of treatments to battle cancer, as well as other chronic and debilitating diseases. At QF Med, each patient's treatment is personalized using a patient-empowered functional approach to treatment. They also offer integrative support treatments for those undergoing traditional chemo, radiation, or surgery, and preventative measures to help stop cancer from reoccurring. For more information, go to qfmed.com or call 760-585-4616. You're listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866-577-2473. Welcome back. We're speaking with Dr. Kumpf on neurobiofeedback. And I just wanted to make sure the listeners have an opportunity to reach you. If you could, uh, Dr. Kumpf, give us uh, how best to reach you, uh, email, phone number, etc. Uh, well, the I'm in Newport, and by the way, I wanted to say we'll throw one thing in before I do give the rest of it. My son has been doing this long distance, so that for people who can't get up to uh, where my office is in Newport, he has uh, been able to set up something where he can do it um, in a mobile way, so that the person doesn't even leave his home. He can do it through a Skype type situation. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's uh, it's been very very successful. Um, my number is uh, in Newport is 949-675-1555. And uh, as I say, I'm just across the street. Uh, my little office is just across. I was supposed to be retired. My dentist's <laughs> wife said to me, ah, so you've re- failed retirement, <laughs> to which I laughed and, <laughs> and shook my head and said, yes. Uh, so I have, I'm just, uh, I have a little space in a friend's office. And it's right across from Hogue Hospital. Um, and so you've got spot. the phone number. And what is your and your website is? Um, Mar- it's my name, uh, spelled M-A-R-C-I-A-K-A-M, like Mary, P like Paul, H like Harry, D-C, like uh, D for dog, C for cat, dot com. And uh, the most important part of that is really the, a lot of discussion on the lens and the research. Those two parts of the menu on the menu site are the two areas that I would spend the most time on. There's a lot of, my mentor has done some really incredible work, Dr. Corey Hammond. He's been in this since the very beginning, and um, there's some information in the research section on him. So we've talked a lot about the 
chronic conditions and the and the tough conditions, ADD, Alzheimer's. Um, oh, ADD autism. is not as, Alzheimer's hard. ADD, you, you turn them around. You turn them around. ADHD, ADD. It's just that the brain's not firing properly. It's give them the right diet, they get better. Get the the body structure correct, they get better. Get the brain firing properly, they get better. Uh, and there's no questions about this. But here's what I found interesting, too. I mean, we, there's a whole other host of other conditions that you can treat that aren't even brain-related. You mentioned things like incontinence, uh, vertigo. You talked about chronic pain, restless leg, fibromyalgia. I mean, this is, this is endless. Yeah. It's, again, it's, it's part of the way the brain's firing and not, and not firing properly. But I, always, but I want the help of the diet and, you know, what you can do, that kind of thing. I do, especially with some of these more difficult uh, problems. Otherwise, they're just putting toxins in their bodies. And that, as I said, it goes in the blood, it goes to the brain. Brain can't function the way it should. Multifaceted, comprehensive approach, and even simple problems uh, to uh, more challenging problems. And here's a challenging one that I was, uh, I was asked about not too long ago, was essential tremor. Have you seen anything... With, through the biofeedback that would help that. That one I haven't, I have not had a personal experience <clears throat> with that yet. So I don't know. And in all honesty, I can't say that I've had a successful, because I haven't tried it. I'm going to mention Nobody's something, watching. or I think that's kind of interesting. But you know what? Wait There's, a minute. I've got to go say this. I was treating a patient. I, I see her now. We start out twice a week. She's now once a month. And she did have a tremor when she came in. We didn't talk about that. We had other very serious gut issues and um, uh, anxiety issues, which are uh, pretty much gone now. And I noticed that she doesn't seem to have the same tremor. It just occurred to me as you were asking me. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Um, there's actually a, a, another interesting compound that's being promoted because of the strong antioxidant and the biochemical changes that occur. It's called oxaloacetate, and I was just curious is, is whether that would be something to think about for you, uh, as well as the kind of work that I do, is to use oxaloacetate. And it has a diff- couple of different names, Cronaxel, Benogen, uh, the commercial names for it, but it's just an interesting product that uh, is helpful for brain function. I mean, they're using it actually in brain tumors. Well, then we need to talk on our on our own because that would be very exciting because I do have people taking certain supplements on occasion that will help. But um, I didn't know about this and I want to know about this. Yeah, this is what uh, most of us do is we're constantly learning and learning new things. And there's always Mm -hmm. new science, new technology coming out. Mm -hmm. Um, Some interesting things. Talk about migraine. That's such a common problem. And is that I would think the way of all the things you've talked about, that would be like a quick fix. Is that true? Yeah, it it definitely works. Uh, was treating, but I'm thinking of one in particular who came in. Uh, we were treating the migraine. Her diet was bad. There was something else that was very. And she, she. This is a gal who um, had gone in for surgery for hip surgery, and she had. Uh, they had had her in a coma for three days. Uh, an induced coma because mm. they had to keep her still. It was such a severe uh, surgical uh, 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 procedure. And when she came out of it, a brain that had been firing like crazy, I mean, she remembered everything. She carried on a very, very important job. It was gone. She mm. was sl- She just slowed right down. Mm. Uh, the, the effects of the surgery and of the drugs, because drugs are chemicals, and chemicals will affect the brain. There's no question about this. Right. 
and uh, she suffered severe migraines. She started to get better, and then uh, they did some um, fumigation outside her house that was severe, and she came in. She had a horrible migraine. I also was getting her adjusted on a regular basis because migraine always involves the atlas, the first vertebra uh, yeah, under the skull. Mm-hmm. Yeah, C1. And you, you, can get, you can get a migraine to turn around uh, very, very quickly. You just have to get to that atlas as quickly as you can and put it back in place. And um, she came in, and I thought, what happened? And she made very light of going out into her backyard because of her dogs. And I said, wait a minute, what was going on? Well, by the time she finished telling me what it was, I knew that she'd been completely poisoned by the fumigation that had gone on. It was really, really heavy. Well, of course, it caused what is the weakest in the body, and for her, it would be a migraine. Everything was getting better, but this, what I, we had a real setback, and then we had to move forward, but we were getting someplace with this. Um, very definitely headaches. I'm thinking of another patient. Uh, she was living on M&M's. And we oh, finally got, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was what, that was what she ate morning, noon, and night, Gosh. bags full. And we got that changed, and now it's a whole different world for her, you know, a whole different world. And that included migraine. So, you know, one other thing I wanted to bring up is we have like two minutes. Um, I think we talked about um, all these changes that you can do neurologically, but, but we also have to get people to understand that the brain is not just set. Like once you have an injury, it's not just permanent. There's no. this neuroplasticity. There's the brain's constantly making new neurons, making yes. new connections. It's really constantly in motion. That's how new memories form, correct? So you have yes. this thing. So just, I think what you're doing is actually augmenting that process. There's no question. I worked on a stroke patient who walked in holding onto the back of his uh, wife's belt because he wouldn't go over a threshold. I did nothing more than about seven or eight sites on the first mapping because that's all I did in those days. And he gets up from the chair, walks out of the door across the threshold and starts arguing with her about where the the, <laughs> uh, the car was parked. I mean, right. it was unbelievable Jeez, what was these, happening these in, incredible in three testimonies. or four treatments. These are incredible testimonies, incredible uh, stories of uh, of all the successes you've had. Um, I'm sure people and listeners are going to be really interested in this. Again, just give us uh, one more plug again for your website. Uh, It's my name, Marcia Camp, M-A-R-C-I-A-K-A-M-P-H-D-C dot com. And the best phone number to reach you at? 949-675-1555. This has been the Functional Health Forum. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to future times with other new clinicians and other different uh, testimonies and stories. Dr. Comp, it's been electrifying, truly, and I truly enjoyed having you on the show. Thank you so much. Exciting for me. Thank you. You bet. Thanks for listening and participating in this week's Functional Health Forum with Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Tune in next Saturday from noon to one for the next edition of the Functional Health Forum right here on 1210 AM KPRZ. You can also listen to this and previously recorded shows on SoundCloud. Search Functional Health Forum.